0: this is just a quick message before the episode to remind you that you are listening to Mark and Paul's Opinion Hour, but you are about to hear Paul and I refer to the show as the best podcast. This is due to unforeseen incompetence. If you'd like to know more about why and what happened, I'll refer you to the disclaimer you'll find before episode one. If we could just get these first five episodes done and we can put the whole sorry affair behind us. Anyway, that is all. Enjoy the show hello and welcome to the best podcast i'm mark baron and as is his won't my best pod pal paul claydon is sat across from me passionate and poised to pack a powerfully potent punch pondering potential primacy in a primitive and pointless package each week we have a new theme from which we pick a few subtopics to discuss deliberate and sort into some bests some are long and rambly, some are quick and punchy, but all are arbitrary and not legally binding. With a couple of other features thrown in, ladies and gentlemen, roll up, roll up, pray lend us your ears, nay your hearts, as we enter into the enlightening world of The Best Podcast. This week's theme is music, now let's get to it.
1: We start, as ever, with the post-mortem of last week's pod, I. One of the things that I've got to uh, gripe about, I suppose, is that I haven't been able to hear it yet in its entirety, as I haven't got the link to it. So what you're basically saying is that I'm going to be doing the heavy lifting in this segment? Is that (laughs) that
0: essentially what we're saying?
1: Yeah, I I think that's fair. I I will say, from my point of view, um, I literally woke up in cold sweats, trying to think of jokes, as I couldn't think of one last week, and I've been kicking myself from that in the last pod. Also, one thing I did think, again, was that within the comedy song section, I think it was one of your quickfire bests. I didn't mention Bo Burnham, who is one of my favourite sort of musical comedians and, you know, sort of up, very up with the kids of me, I think. But apart from that, I haven't really got that much to, to say other than maybe arguing with your points or agree. I think first and foremost,
0: let me just, elephant in the room, not that you don't know this, actually, for Go you, on. there's an invisible elephant in the room. <laughs> But the sound quality, we talked about the sound quality in the last two episodes, and I said at the beginning of the last one, oh, and I've made another change, we should be better. Yep. No, you sounded like complete crap in, in the last episode. Great. I sounded not too bad for some reason, but yeah, yours wasn't great. But Convenient. And I, and I think we've established that that was entirely my fault. Okay. I told you before we started recording the last episode to talk really close to the mic. Yes. And I think that was bad advice. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. Right. So
0: I just can't stress enough that I'm not a sound engineer. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. But of the two of us, I've probably got the best idea. Oh, completely and utterly. Which is terrifying. Yeah, absolutely terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> From a digital audio perspective, Yeah, terrifying. So anyway, hopefully we've done a little test before we started the recording today. So hopefully this is now sounding at least okay. Yes. For the time being, the equipment that we've bought to this point, we are sticking with our equipment, aren't we, for the time being?
1: Yeah, we we might we've decided that we we might have to tweak a little bit of our presentation styles and and kind of mm. how we do it, but at the moment rather than invest hefty sums of money in new equipment, I think we're going to carry on trying our best with what we've got. But we've always said that this is a a journey, and we' you know, hopefully you're coming along on that journey with us to kind of get better and that sort of it, we're finding out it's not within the actual content of what we're doing all the time, but it's also within the, the production the technology and the and the actual sort of technique of how to speak into microphones, I suppose.
0: And just think how gratifying it's going to be that somebody that came to us from the first episode and they've stuck with us religiously, <laughs> and they hate terrible audio on their podcast. When we do at some point perhaps invest in new mics, they are good. Um, oh. and suddenly the sound quality is professional. Yep. What a gratifying moment that's going to be for people. And you would miss that moment if you hadn't put in the hard hours and the hard work, the grueling first ten episodes or whatever it will be. Yeah.
1: If if last week you switched it on and ten minutes in we're like, fuck this, I, I can't listen to this, then you're not going to get that experience when we in, inevitably invest exactly. in better equipment. It's going to be podcast
0: magic when that happens, and I, for one, can't wait. Anyway, so that was that. A couple of fact checks, and actually both positive. There were two contentious facts in the last episode that we said we might need to check. One was whether Chew Magna is in or near the Mendip Hills. Yep. It is. Oh, nice. It's, it's near the Mendips. Okay. I think It's but that was the yeah. hill range we were thinking of. So we both got that right, I think. Boom. We also talked about porridge, and you had a cracker who wrote porridge. Yes. And you were spot on. Ah. Clement and Lafrené, you said. Yes, I thought so. Dick Clement and Ian Lafrené. 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 Yeah. One of my favourite names I've heard all week. Which one? Well, Ian Lafrené. It's kind of like... <laughs> quite a traditional English sort of name (laughs) followed by quite a French sounding name. I thought that was a nice, nice mix. But yeah, yeah,
1: good for you. You got that bang on. Boom. Well, I think that we both we've both covered ourselves in glory there. So,
0: you know, just to redress that very quickly. Oh, I've got a correction to make. I very blithely said in an earlier episode that, oh, I don't use the word season when I'm talking about a bit of TV or whatever. I use series because I'm English, Please, English, yeah. Except Euros. for the multiple times I've used the word season, so I just wanted to correct that. Apparently, I was lying.
1: Right, I do. Use, I use both. I think everybody knows what you're talking about when you say it. I so it's think, fine.
0: I think I use both, and I change depending on whether I'm talking about British or American TV.
1: Well, I've, that's even better. Surely, that's yeah. just. You're just being precise.
0: Anyway, I just wanted to say it's something I noticed that I I made this big statement in the past and then it it just turned out to be just demonstrably untrue. And what I think is that people like me will be, he said in an earlier episode, he doesn't say that. He's just said it three times in the last half hour. Who is this joker? So I just want you to know, I, I understand that I was wrong. Put my hands up.
1: I say both and that will be it from now on. I think if we've... Learn anything over the past couple of podcasts is that yeah, the podcast format isn't really the place for grand sweeping statements <laughs>
0: yeah it's so true isn't it anything that you know is going to be recorded into the into history <laughs> for
1: posterity yeah, yeah you
0: want to be really careful about what you yeah. say don't you because of course when you're just down the pub you can say any old crap to anybody and like unless somebody actually remembers it no one's going to care about that but on a podcast. Yep. you need to care about whether you're, what you're saying is correct whether it's consistent whether it's offensive or not
1: to other people i think consistency is the key like you said it's it, you know you can be you can say different stuff for you like down the pub
0: and one other thing that occurred to me on sort of listening back to previous episodes is that we we did discuss in an earlier episode that we must be cautious not to conflate the best something with our favorite something yep in fact you said it and I told you that you were wise to have said it yes I think subsequently though what we've pretty much done exclusively is just talked about our favorite things without really getting into the nitty-gritty of whether it's the best thing or not so
1: again I'd like to go back to what I said about consistency yes so I think we're going to
0: address that and just say, you know, we are looking at best, but often what we think is best is also going to be what we th- is our favourite thing.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think that we've generally spent less time analysing the scientific rigor behind <laughs> best within the in the past couple of pods, and just decided that it's just what we think is our favourite thing, which, by very definition, in a way is what we think is the best i
0: think moving forward it could be one or the other but i think that for our purposes moving forward best and favorite are just going to be synonymous yep can we all just agree on that
1: yes when you say we all you mean you and i you
0: and i yeah Will you agree with me on that one thing <laughs> yes yeah, terrific okay. excellent well that was it for me in terms of analysis of the previous pods so i think with that we're going to ding the bell and we're going to get on with this episode music
1: Here we go with the best thing to happen to us this week, a segment where we discuss the best thing that happened to us this week. It does pretty much the title says it really.
0: Yeah. I've struggled with this this week. Have I've you? had just the not not that bleak a week, but nothing's happened. Really? Like nothing particularly bad or good has happened at work. It it just it, it just has been Yes. I have worked. Time has passed. It was fine. Yeah, I guess I haven't really been out much. Although, so the one thing I am going to say, the good thing is pretty much that I I went out, I left the house this weekend once.
1: <laughs> oh, good for you, man!
0: But it was it was actually potentially would have been really cool. So some friends of ours, Ben and Zia, Ben and Zia of Fondue fame from a previous episode. Fondue. Yes, Paul's cousin Phil, good good friend of mine, and obviously. Family member. And some other people, Steve was there and Ben's brother John were there as well. So they were having this big music making thing. Steve and Phil, Phil in particular, has recently become a little bit what's the word I should say? Obsessed, but he's he's basically buying a lot of synthesizers.
1: Oh, we all go through that phase. (laughs) We all
0: go through that phase, right? Um but so he's got all this gear. he's a real Technical guy, you know, you know, you know, he's a lot about computers, and he's bought all these synths because he loves the gear and he loves hooking them all up together. And they've been spending a lot of time on that. So they basically brought all this synth to Ben and Zia's house. They collected them all up, and there was like MIDI pads and keyboards and synthesizers and all sorts of crazy stuff. Why? And Ben's like, whose house it was is like he's got loads of DJ equipment. So it was all sort of hooked up through his laptop and his DJ equipment and stuff. His wife, Zia, is quite a good piano player. So she had like an electric keyboard she was playing along with. But if you're into that sort of thing, it was great. And I was very kindly invited along. I did say from the outset, I doubt if I'm going to get involved. I'm not particularly musical. Were you there to like bring tea to people? Well, I brought some pastries with me. So that's kind of what I brought to the party. Right. Literally what you brought to the party. Literally what I brought to the party was pastries. But when I arrived, I spent a little bit of time with them. Yep. And then when they got into it, I quickly realised that I was just basically watching these people bent over all this equipment, sort of twiddling around with knobs and stuff. Okay, So I went and watched Tottenham beat Preston North End 3-0 in the FA fourth round in the lounge <laughs> nice. on
1: my own. <laughs> with a, sort of a techno background. Yes, because here this constant loop
0: with slight you know, moderations going on as they were fiddling around with knobs in the back. But... You know, so my best thing that's happened to me this week is that I kind of went to a thing that I wasn't really into and then went and watched the football on my own. But that's like the best thing. God, my life's bleak, isn't it, when I <laughs> but at least think about you, that. at
1: least you sat on your own watching the football with friends in the next room.
0: This is right. This is exactly it. That was the win. That was that, the win, it felt like a win. Saying that, I did see their kids. We played a game as well. They're like my god. Children nice, and so that was fun. So I got to see the kids nice, and they've got pets as well. They've got a dog and a cat, ah. both of whom are affectionate. Lovely, so I get my sort of animal pet fix while I'm at there. So, big,
1: great
0: quality time with the kids, quality time with the pets. Watched a game of football, um, pretty, pretty poor <laughs>
1: game good. of football. Yeah, it was all right, wasn't it? I think I watched it whilst I was making dinner mm-hmm. last night. So, so, so to so top that, well, my week <laughs> again was. Uh, you know, it was it was eventful, but in, in another way, in a work way, it was a bit stressful. I was slightly, you know, I was working all hours, to be honest, doing lots of things. Um, and but picture this. Okay, so my day starts pretty much at six o'clock every morning when I get up and I get the kids up and I go downstairs and I make everybody's lunches and then I get everybody ready. And then I drive sort of a 40 minute drive to drive my daughter to school every morning. And every morning I make myself a cup of coffee, nice cup of coffee that I do in a sort of a sippy kind of travel Ta- cup.
0: Could you, sorry, to, to but talk me through your coffee? What what are we talking here? French press? You got an espresso machine? What's your oh, setup?
1: I'm just going to seem, back. I've got like one of those Tassimo things with the little pods in. You're a pod guy, yeah. I mean that's right on brand for you, isn't it? Because it's because it's easy. Yeah. You know? So so I've made myself a cup of coffee every morning. Great. I get in the car, you know, quite often, come on, it's time to go to school, and we kind of, you know, there's a bit of shouting, there's a bit of, you know, it's all very kind of hectic at that time in the morning, and so 7.30 on the dot, we go and we leave. It's been sort of dampish this week, so I kind of get in the car, I put all the stuff, put my daughter's violin that, that particular morning in the car, and put my coffee on top of the car.
0: It's, so far, this is a very middle class story you're telling here. Okay, well you know it's, like, it's dripping with upper middle classness. Yeah. Yes. It,
1: was it the violin that? It was that the way? violin
0: that was like they really okay. pushed it, but the, the wanky coffee as well. Yeah. Also, okay. Yes.
1: So I've, I so I I've, I've, I've put my coffee on top of the car. Mm. I've put the violin in the back seat. I've closed the door, and I've got in the car. I've then driven out of the drive. It's about, a, I don't know, a 15-minute drive up the drive. No, I've, I, I could... It's... I just, the crackle of gravel under, yeah, them, under the tyres, yeah. I've pressed the remote gates. No, I, so I've driven off the drive, onto the road. I've driven along, and I've d- taken a left, out onto the main road, and I've realised that I haven't got my coffee. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What,
0: what went through your mind? Disbelief? Yeah. Any, and anger?
1: <laughs> exactly, I've gone through the seven stages of grief. Any sort of parent will know this that there's very few glimmers of joy that you get in the day and one of mine is the once i've dropped my daughter off radio four in the morning the eight o'clock news the today program today program yeah And driving back to get to the office, just a bit of solitude, just me, the radio, and my coffee, which is just at the right temperature by then. Can
0: I just quickly interject there and just say that you're not the first parent to describe to me that the best part of their day is driving on their own, because they just (laughs) just serve their own space. I mean, it's a damning indictment on parenting,
1: frankly. It it is. I mean, I'm all over the rest of the time with parenting. I'm Fine. So I have, I've realised I haven't got my coffee. Mm. So I've found the nearest place to pull over, thinking I'm going to turn around and go and get my coffee. I've then thought I'd put it on top of the car. I've got out of the car the coffee still on top of the car. Unbelievable.
0: I mean, is it like a rubber bottom, like a non-slip bottom
1: or anything? No, it's a glass-bottomed sort of sippy cup. Presumably, then, you've got cup holders in the
0: roof of your car. I don't.
1: And and, and it was a particularly slippery morning. It was serendipity the universe knew i needed that cup of coffee have you informed the vatican (laughs) because
0: they might need to come and investigate this 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 has got miraculous written all over
1: it honestly so uh, with a a a spring in my step and a smile on my face Mm. i took the coffee put it inside the car in the cup holder closed the door went on my merry way and that was the best thing that happened to me this week so
0: i mean that's great i mean I, I would have also been made up about that that would have like excited me no end but i think what my main takeaway is that we we need more things in our lives mate, don't we you and i, <laughs> I think that's true i mean i mean this podcast is kind of a bit of a, a desperate attempt to try and bring a bit more some some new <laughs> element to, to life, is isn't it
1: but i think it's a little bit meta if we say the best thing about our week was last time we did the podcast yes
0: <laughs> Which it often is. But I think we've burnt that bridge now. We can't, we I can't, can't get do back. it
1: anymore. No. Every week, what's yours? so was scrabbling to say it first. Yeah. Mine was podcast last week. You fuck you so fucker. I can't say it now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So you know, I went to a party that I then didn't, you know, really get involved in. Exactly. You didn't lose your coffee. Yeah. And that, God. and that, we're just going to have to take that as the best thing that happened to us this week. And hey, maybe next week we'll bring something more exciting. Who knows?
1: Yeah, please, please, anybody, help us.
0: Yeah, if anyone's got anything that we could do that's more exciting than what we've just described, how then, could they get in touch? They can email the podcast, thebestpodcastpod at gmail dot com.
1: Oh, please.
0: Anyway, well, I think with that, we should just crack on because that's, that's making me too depressed. <laughs> Next up this week, we're going to do one of our big best investigations. So, of course, the topic this week is music. So the first best we are going to discuss is the best cover, best cover of a song. Yep. Thoughts?
1: So I have got a few things that I think that we need to put into this. Okay. I think that, first of all... To be a good cover version, it has to come come from a well-known track in the first place. Now, for me, uh, one that fits perfectly into this is Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor,
0: right? which is a
1: Prince song. Yeah, I was going to say written by Prince. Written by Prince and recorded by Prince on an album, Uh, an album track.
0: I've never heard that. Yeah. So that's interesting.
1: And so therefore, to me, because it's not a, a widely known song by the original artist... I don't really want to include it as a best cover version. So I've kind of got that down.
0: That's fine. I don't think I've put anything down that would go against that. So we're ha- I'm happy to set that as a criteria. Great.
1: The other criteria, and this is my only other one, is that I don't like, and this, these are all I don't like, so let's go for the negative sure. first. I don't like the style of what I call John Lewis advert cover version, when where you take a fast song and you make it incredibly maudlin and sad and make it slow right okay so any any examples of that so i think there was a keen track somewhere in the we know that lily allen did there's been a bastille did one which was i think that can't fight this feeling anymore so there's been quite a few of them where they've just like taken a sort of a rocky kind of fast-ish song mm-hmm. and just slowed it right down and sort of had some spe- somebody wailing through the lyrics.
0: You, you see that a lot, in my experience, at open mic nights. Right. So I used to do an open mic night with a friend of mine and you'd get a lot of that sort of one person with a guitar is doing like a slowed down. Now I've got yeah. nothing. Sometimes I think that could be good but I I think I get what you're coming at. However, though, that does actually lead me onto one of sort of my criteria oh, cool. is that does it have to be done in a very different style to be a good cover? If it's just if you're just trying to almost mimic the song? Yeah. I I think we should rule that out. It needs to have done something interesting and new with it. Yeah. Now obviously I don't think that necessarily slowing something down is it is doing something different with it. Yeah so it would fit my criteria although i don't think any of mine go against that okay like, so
1: well i mean, again these are my criteria so yep. i mean you don't necessarily have to fit into them i'm just saying that this is what this is what i think yep so i mean i've got a couple of honorable sort of mentions
0: i've got one more potential criteria oh, yeah. just on. just to throw out
1: there yes does it have to be better than the, than the original i think probably i think the so here's what i think i think the only cover version that's better than the original is the one that I've chosen. Right. And so therefore, unless you've got... Having reviewed yours, all of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Having reviewed every single cover version. Okay. The, so I think it doesn't necessarily have to be, yep. but it, you can like it as much... I think, you know, that's, I think if we've learned anything about anything is that everything is subjective. It's all subjective, isn't it? Indeed.
0: But I think some people do sort of like distinguish that sort of whether it's better or not. Now, again, some of these you might consider are better than the original or not. Give me your honourable mentions, okay. then I'll perhaps do my honourable mentions, and then we'll come up with our actual answers. I've,
1: I've only got two honourable mentions. My, the, my first one is The Man Who Sold the World, the Nirvana oh, cover. Oh, yes. Very good. Which is the unplugged version of it, which yeah. is very good. Yep. I like. And the other one is Valerie by Amy Winehouse and Mark Ronson. That
0: is one of my honourable mentions really? as well.
1: There you go. Which I, And I think that almost... You know, that one, it's probably, I would say, more famous than the original by the Zutons.
0: Yeah, quite possibly, quite Um, possibly.
1: I I wouldn't necessarily say it was better, but I think it's very good. No, excellent. So those are my two honourable mentions.
0: So I've got a few honourable mentions here. So well, what do you think about the Leonard Cohen slash Jeff Buckley Hallelujah? Uh, They're very similar, (laughs) aren't they? I think I think it sort of doesn't pass one of the criteria that I set. It's got to be quite different.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I mean, the song is uh, it's a great song. Mm. Uh, you know, th- there's been it actually. I think that that song in itself lends itself to cover versions, but they they are all sort of different variations on the same thing. You can't really kind of you know pep it up, can you? No, nope, really? absolutely. <laughs> you you wouldn't want a disco version. So
0: a couple of honorable mentions I've got. Johnny Cash Hurt, oh, originally yep. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Great cover. That was a great cover. Yeah. little help from my friends, the, uh, Joe, the Joe Cocker.
1: Yeah.
0: Excellent. Wonder well, the years
1: theme tune. Indeed. Wasn't
0: it? No, I've got two left here, and I, I'm still actually umming and ahhing about right which one I'm going to choose. So, okay, I'm going to go then. My last honourable mention, All Along the Watchtower, obviously uh, written yeah. by Bob Dylan, but the Jimmy Jimi Hendrix, Hendrix version. Yeah. Okay, so that that's all my honorable mentions. Oh, interesting. So, should I say what my best yeah, is? Yeah, go on. Go my right best on. is "Soft Cell Tainted Love."
1: Oh, okay. That is
0: a great cover, and also it's more. I we probably know that version better than the original, like R and B American version. I can't remember who yeah. did it actually. Yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, well, I, I was oh just Gloria just Jones. Okay, yeah, yeah, I was going to say I don't. I don't know. I think I've heard the original. Yeah. But I, I can't but yeah, you're right. That fits into all the criteria, doesn't yeah. it? And it it's it's in a different genre almost. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, indeed. indeed. Which I th- I think it's I think it's a it, it, that's a cracking shot.
0: See, yeah, I was pretty happy with that. Yeah. I thought that might, I thought that one might have what it takes to go the distance, maybe. Yeah. But let's see. What have you got?
1: Well, mine is we can work it out, the Stevie Wonder version. Oh, okay. Um which for me, originally Be- Beatles. Originally right. the Beatles, obviously you know, Lennon and McCartney, two of the best songwriters ever. Stevie Wonder, one of the best sort of performers. It's got, I think, one of the best ever harmonica solos in the middle of it. I think it's different enough. I think that it's sort of a, a a funk, jazzy kind of version of it. So yeah, I, I, that that was mine. I've always loved it, and I've always thought that actually. I think it's better than the original.
0: Yeah, no, that I don't know if I disagree with it. I can't quite imagine it in my brain right now. Yep. I know I've heard it, but, yeah, it's hard to comment. But, I mean, I love Stevie Wonder. Yeah. I saw him at, at Glastonbury when he oh. played, did the Sunday on the Glastonbury. Awesome. And, you know, like, how often you can see these ageing performers and their heyday is gone. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw once a James Brown... And he just is like a shadow of his former self. And this obviously wasn't long, actually, before he died. That must be tricky. But Stevie Wonder, his voice is still bang on. It is perfect. It was fantastic.
1: I've I've never seen Stevie Wonder live, and it's it's one of the things that I I really want to do. It was. I I had a similar experience with Tom Jones last year that he was a bit a a shadow of his former self. His voice was still there, but his energy has sort of just dissipated. Right. Well, and Matt, he's getting on now,
0: isn't he? You yeah.
1: Know? Oh, he's eighty, isn't he? I think, or maybe older.
0: So, we've both got our choices now. Which do you think is going to win it? Which is going to take the biscuit? Which is going to lift the trophy?
1: It's it's interesting because they're both really different songs in their own rights. And I don't like I always I don't like necessarily saying about music what's better and what isn't because they're both really good songs. But in saying that, I think Stevie Wonder is the best.
0: Well, I think the Tainted Love is the best, So, I mean, this is the first time this has ever happened, isn't it? But yeah. I strongly think that my answer is the better answer of the two.
1: No, I mean, I'm sure you do, but you're wrong. So what are we going to
0: do here, then? Is this a draw? Or do we toss a coin? We, we haven't got a protocol for this.
1: I don't know. I mean, tossing a coin or paper, scissors, stones is not ripe podcast material, really, is it? Well, we could
0: do scissor, paper. Stone.
1: Or, uh, what do you call it now? Scissor, rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, well, the, the same. Baby Scissor, rock, rock, rock. paper. I said the same. I said the right things, just it's in the just, wrong order. <laughs> exactly. You <said> different things. <laughs> it's okay. Different. Yeah. I, I, okay. Here is the thing. I'm prepared. I think I, I do really like. It's one I didn't think of, and I like that about about it that I didn't think of. Tainted love. Yeah. I, I'm prepared to say that it's it's. The best.
0: Yes, you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> No, Well, that's very magnanimous of you. I appreciate that. I know.
1: Just remember it. But yeah, I just wonder,
0: you're sort of banking a little bit of goodwill for some terrible decision you're going to want me to make for you later on in the episode. Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, I look forward to finding out what that is.
1: So, in a summary, the best cover version is...
0: Tainted Love by Soft Cell. next we're going to do one of our quick fire bests so i'm going to do my quick fire best to paul this is going to be five sub categories around our main topic of music that paul hasn't heard these before so this is going to be right off the top of his head and he's going to tell us the answers to these questions i'm like
1: a coiled spring
0: so again just to reiterate best favorite synonymous for our purposes Okay, okay great here we go number one what's the best pop song best pop song A bit vague
1: no not vague not yeah it's vague but it's not I think it's got to be probably something by the Beatles I would I would say I'll go back to that I would go for one of their early songs I would say like paperback writer something like that okay
0: yeah yeah, yeah. that counts Thanks. what is the best music video
1: Oh, best music video! Do you watch I, a lot of videos?
0: Did you used to watch a lot of MTV? That's yeah. Sort of thing?
1: I used to watch quite a lot of videos. No, nowadays, I don't not so much. I don't. I think do they it's, even um, still
0: make videos I for think,
1: music? I think they do, but it's all on the YouTube. Of course, it is
0: mm, yep. the YouTube on Periscope or yeah. Snapchat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> one of those? On Twitch. Yes.
1: So mine would be probably uh, uh, take on me by Aha.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, that was that was groundbreaking, wasn't it?
1: Cracking. That was good stuff. The mixture of the multimedia of kind of the animation and the live action.
0: I saw something recently that it was you can get, you can put your own footage through a piece of software that will turn it into the Take On Me style. Oh, That would be quite cool, wouldn't it? love that. So I haven't had a go at it yet. Okay. Yeah, good stuff. Okay. What is your best karaoke song, e.g. your go-to karaoke song?
1: Oh, well, I've got, can I have two? So my be- the best one that I think I'm quite good at is It's Not Unusual by Tom Jones. I've heard you do
0: that, yep. and I can confirm, dear listener, Paul can bang that out. He really does nice say so myself.
1: But the one, I, the one I love is That's Life by Frank Sinatra. I love that one. Oh,
0: yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's a, it's a great one. Excellent. The next one is, what is the best
1: lyrics, and why? What What do you look for in a good lyric? Oh, interesting. You see, I'm. I think that I am... I think there's... Two types of people, uh, music-wise, uh, and you know, with pop songs and and, and songs, it's the, there's lyric people and there's there's melody people. I'm very much a lyric person. I'm a McCartney person okay. rather than a Lennon person. I really appreciate lyrics that aren't just about love. So I like I like Ben Folds. I love I love you know Tim Minchin, I Paul Heaton, and a lot of his you know stuff. Very lyrically based. Billy Bragg, those kind of artists crowded house yeah I, I think one of my favorites growing up was a crowded house song called she goes on and it was uh the lyric is coloring in the sky and painting ladders to heaven which i think is a lovely lyric uh, i've got there's lot, loads and loads i've got which i couldn't possibly do
0: i am somebody i really struggle to pick out lyrics usually yeah i, I, I normally it's just a noise it's like another instrument the oh, voice interesting. Yeah. and i'm very i'm very bad like the first time i hear a song. I yep. will have no idea what it's about. I'm not paying attention to what's being said. I'd have to listen to it loads and loads and loads before I start to maybe tune in. Yes. But there are some artists, and it's just, their lyrics are just nonsense. Like Oasis springs to mind. Oh, And absolutely. I think they openly say that, yeah, it doesn't really mean anything. And they're just words that sort of sound together, but there's not. And I, you know, I'm, I'm not saying it's easy to do that. No. I have tried to write songs very yeah. unsuccessfully, so I'm not saying it's easy but f- to get some lyrics that are poetic and meaningful and sound right, yeah. it's it's a it's magic. It's bloody alchemy is what it is.
1: I, I think you're right. I think absolutely is yeah. right. And, and that and that's why I love that. And I love the not going for the easy target. I mm. think the easy, the like, love target and what have you. I yeah. love the sort of slightly wackier kind of stuff. So, yeah.
0: Good. Love it. Good answer. Finally, what is the best song to exercise to?
1: Wow, the best song to exercise. So firstly,
0: what exercise are we talking about here? So what you you play a bit of football. So you wouldn't be listening to music when you're playing football presumably. No,
1: no, that's true. We do exercise. So I yeah, I've got oh, this is this is going on the sad kind of scale again and back. I've, I've got bad ankles, Mark. Have you? Bad ankles. I didn't know that about you. I've played
0: But You wear it well. You you've obviously played, straight, bravely soldier on.
1: I I've played five-a-side football on hard indoor courts for 25 years now and it's absolutely shagged my ankles that's a shame yeah and, and
0: because they're beautiful as well
1: they are slender yeah. shapely so I, I walk quite a bit I, i'll just walk around one of my favorite things to sort of power walk to is <clears> the this and this is maybe a cliche is the rocky theme by, by bill conti
0: right yeah, <making> yeah. That one.
1: exactly that excellent yeah that i think so i'd say that
0: the reason i asked that is that it <laughs> it reminded me of when i was a kid playing swing ball we have a swing ball set my brother and I nice. we were of age that two like two years apart so we were quite competitive when we got to certain ages so we'd play swing ball against each other and it would be and we played tennis as well with both of us so we were sort of not too bad yeah when I was losing at swing ball so this yep. is when I'm probably around maybe 11 12 13 I'm losing at swing ball the chips are down yeah everything's against me and I need to really dig deep and I really need to sort of like like dragged up whatever resolve I've got.
1: Yes, the song
0: that I would sing to myself out loud, go on, that would really get me going, okay. was Olivia Newton-John's "Let's Get Physical." <laughs> so imagine a young eleven-year-old Mark suddenly playing swing ball, and then he's like,
1: "Let's get physical,
0: physical." I get... Yeah, I that mean, went... that is. But the number of games that saved for me. Really? I, I could have been like 10 3 down and I'd come back to win it or something. It was wow. crazy. It Good was giving me Olivia such Newton a boost. John. Olivia Newton-John, let's get physical.
1: Why? Wow. I, I know that my son, who is a goalkeeper, he likes to listen to Lose Yourself by Eminem before he plays a game.
0: Oh, that's cool. He, oh, he turned very with much his, with his beats on, yeah, no, yeah, no, not 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 giving any autographs or anything. A
1: few <laughs> times when we've been sat in the car, rainy car, mm. and we're just about to go and play. He'll be like, "Dad, can you can you put the song? Can you play my song?" And so we put that on, and he sits there and kind of winds himself up, and then "Let's go!" And then off we go. Amazing,
0: yeah, good answers, excellent. So I think that probably covers it then for my quick fires from me to you. Good ones. Up next is the quiz round. So my brother Neil, friend or relative of the pod, is keeping up his side of the bargain. I keep asking him for questions. And you know what he does? What does he do, Mark? He keeps fucking sending them to me. Does he? Yeah. If anything, he's probably sent me a few too many. Now, I've just opened the email with the questions for the first time. Here we go. You ready? Yes. Just to recap, we're going to do... All of the questions first. Paul yep. and I are going to write down our answers. Yep. Then we're going to check the answers. Okay. And then we'll I love it. this bit. Yeah. Right, here we go. Here are the names some famous rock slash pop stars were born with. Oh, okay. How are they better known? Oh, lovely stuff. Right. Okay. Okay. Right, number one. Reginald Dwight.
1: Oh, I know that one. Yeah, I'm all over that mate. Yeah, I think I know that one as well. Yeah, I've got, yes, yeah, okay.
0: Number two is Robin Fenty. Oh, Robin Fenty. Fenty, yeah. Oh. Robin Fenty. I've got a Fenty.
1: feeling about
0: that. I might. I've got something. Okay. We'll see.
1: No. I, no, I, I've got nothing for that so far. I might make something up in a minute. Number three. Yeah. Paul Hewson. Oh, I think I know that. I don't know that. Yes, I do know that one. Yes. Yeah,
0: I do know that one. I've written down a pop star name. His first name is Paul. You never know. Right. Never know. Next one. Sean Carter. Oh,
1: Sean Carter. Oh, I don't think I've heard that one.
0: No, I don't really. I don't think I know that one either. Again, I've written down a Sean, Sean.
1: Carter.
0: Okay, and I've got the last one okay. here, Farok Bulsara.
1: Oh, I, I know that. Think one. I might
0: know what that yeah, is. I've got. I've got that one. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You got something written down for everything? No, oh, not yet. Not, okay. Nothing for Sean Carter yet. Do you want just me to reread any of something. those? No, I'm okay. I'm gonna go for that, just in case. And Robin Fenty. Robin Fenty. Robin Fenty. Robin Fenty. Rob... Robin
0: Fenty. Yeah. R O no. B Y N Fenty. Oh, uh, Y N. Yeah.
1: Sorry. I uh, right. I see. Yeah. No, I still don't know. No. Go on. Right, let's have yeah, a look at the answers. the answers. So, here we go.
0: Reginald Dwight, what have you got? <laughs> Elton John. Me too, yep. that is correct. Yes. Robin Fenty. Yeah, nothing for me. Rihanna. Oh. I had Bob Dylan for that. He's Robert Zimmerman. Oh, okay, that's what I was thinking I knew of. that. Next one, Paul Hewson. It's Bono. He's Bono. Yep. I put down Paul Young. Oh, okay. Next is... Sean Carter.
1: Now, I had a crack at Noddy Holder for this. Oh,
0: I went with Sean Ryder. <laughs> okay. But it's actually Jay-Z. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. Oh, I should have known that. And lastly... Yes, because it's Beyonce Carter-Knowles.
0: Oh, uh, there you go. There we go. Should have clue, known that. The clue was there all the time.
1: Wasn't it? Go on. If only we were looking hard enough. <sighs> we weren't.
0: And last one, Farrakh Balsara.
1: I think it's Freddie Mercury.
0: Freddie Mercury is also what I've got, and that yes. is correct. Well, I didn't do very well with that. I got two out of three. What did you get?
1: I got three.
0: Did you? Out of five. You got Bono, didn't you? Yeah, so I got Elton John,
1: Bono, and Freddie Mercury.
0: Well, well, there you go. So you won that. Yes. So that now puts you at 1.5. I think we're both now drawing on 1.5.
1: 1.5, we are. Right. Remember that. I just wondered did Neil correct his error last week of not putting a tiebreaker in? He did. Oh, we should have, should we do it? We, i remonstrated with him. Good. And he has provided the tiebreaker,
0: so obviously we don't need it, but no, he's no. gone to the effort of writing it.
1: Yeah, can I just say that I've, I've won. Yes. Right? Yeah. I have won this. Agreed. So this means nothing. This is just for a laugh. Okay, just for just, fun.
0: I mean, like, no, nobody's going to be laughing, but no, 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 that's, that's course,
1: what it's for. Of course. Okay. Th-
0: thanks, Neil. In what year was the 1812 Overture written?
1: Oh, Near, so
0: nearest wins.
1: Okay. So Oh hang on. Um, okay. So Alright, I've got something. I've got something. This this is how I like my tiebreaker. I like a closest A closest wins yeah. thing, yeah. Okay. He knows what he's doing this this Neil. He does Lallard, he, he? he
0: loves a quiz. He's got good ideas for quizzes. He does. I think he enjoys it. Does he? I think that we're pretty much doing him the favour here. I
1: think that if we asked him what his best thing of the week was—he'd probably say—writing say, the, the quiz, being asked yeah. to
0: write the quiz, being asked by us to write the quiz, being involved somehow. Yeah, I
1: think I think we're doing him a favour,
0: <laughs> right? I've got uh, I've got something written down here. Have you? I have. What have you got? I've got 1856. Oh, I've got 1835. No, no. 12. So is it Beethoven? 1812. Yes, I couldn't is, remember. Yes. I'm not sure about that. I think he's
1: pronounced like Beethoven. I
0: think. Here we go. And the tie-break answer. Oh, you've won it again. It's 1880. You're much closer. You were really close.
1: Well, I kind of thought it must be afterwards. It must be commemorating something. And when would you commemorate it? It wouldn't be quite... But I don't know. I
0: guessed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guessed wrong. (laughs) I guessed guessed wrong. But no extra points for that. We did establish.
1: But so, yeah. So is that me two and a half... You one and a half. That night. is
0: not what we agreed,
1: Paul. Is it not?
0: I mean, we can go back over the tape, because we, we have taken the trouble <laughs> to record this. I can have this.
1: the stenographer read back <laughs> to you what we said.
0: But yeah, with that, that was one point for you. So we're now, it's evenly balanced at 1.5 each moving forward. Into Come next. on. Okay. I'm,
1: I've got momentum. But I think that's, that
0: segment's done, though. I've got momentum. Yeah, you,
1: that's, that is what you've got. Momentum. Time now for Paul's quickfire bests. We, on the subject, well, s- subject of music this week, I was going to say subgenre, but there's not a subgenre in, this, in the quickfire bests.
0: Well, there's it five is, subgenres. Yeah, yeah, especially. Right,
1: yeah, so these are quickfire bests from me to Mark. Mark's never seen them, doesn't know anything about them. And so let's get on with them. Five. Okay, number one is best live act. Now...
0: Best live acts. That's, that's a good question. That's a perfectly legitimate question. Thanks. It's, it's slap bang in writing what would be a good topic for this. Yes. So I'm, you might notice I'm stalling a bit here because I'm trying to okay. think of a good keep answer. Going, keep going, going. The problem is, though, whilst I'm saying all these things, I can't concentrate on what nice. I'm meant to be saying. So let me have a little think about it. Okay. So I don't go to watch that much live music.
1: What I do... Well, You're a festival goer, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: so that is where I've seen most of my live music okay. at festivals. Okay. So I'm going to probably pick something that I've seen at a festival. Oh, okay. Actually, the thing that I enjoyed the most, I know that's not necessarily the right thing. Actually, I've got two things.
1: Both I've seen.
0: Yes. Blur at Glastonbury. Nice. It was amazing. I mean, I love Blur. Yeah. And it was a pretty good show, but that was very good. And I've just remembered I saw Michael Jackson do his bad tour. Oh, nice. Now, obviously, Michael Jackson is a hugely problematic figure these days. Although the general media I'm dating, I hear him on the, on the radio a lot, so it seems to be...
1: That's everyone's okay. Nothing was proven, I think.
0: Well, have you? did you see the documentary?
1: I, I'm just saying, Mark, nothing was proven. <laughs> I think... I'm a big fan of Prince Separating
0: Andrew, artists from the arts yes. is kind of acceptable. Yep. But the bad live show... Yes. ...was fucking immense. <laughs> yes. It was, it was a hell of a thing. So I think, yeah, possible. I mean, Michael Jackson...
1: Nice. Mine would be, in case you're wondering, does it matter? Do I have to see it? Hit me, like? yeah, go for it. So I've got a couple of U2 I've seen quite a few times, and they okay. do a nice big stadium tour.
0: Which tours did you see of U2? Uh, I've
1: seen Zootopia, I saw uh, Acting Baby, and I saw the most recent one, I can't remember what it was called.
0: What's the most recent one like? Was that any good? It was
1: all right. Yeah. It was Yeah, they're going again, flagging a bit, but my best ever one would be The Prodigy. I saw. I went to Nebworth, to watch Oasis back in 98... No, I can't remember, 96 or something. Yeah. And it was the the Bootleg Beatles, Chemical Brothers, The Prodigy, and then Oasis. Wow. And then and the Prodigy were by far the best thing there. And presumably you were mashed up on all sorts of nonsense, yeah? I, yeah. I wasn't, actually. Oh, no, really? I was just... Yeah, no, I, I, I'd had a few lagers. Fair probably. enough. Yeah. Good for you. All
0: right, yeah. So, so okay, next,
1: the best musical instrument. Well... I, I play a bit of
0: percussion, or I have played percussion in the past. Yep. The only musical instrument I own, I'm pointing to it for Paul here. I'm putting it, as like a black case. Yes. And it's in that. It's got a cajon. Have you heard of a cajon? Yeah, a
1: cajon. Yes. Yeah. So it's, it's a, like a drum that you can sit on. You sit on a
0: box essentially yep. but it's got like a bit of snaring on the inside so you get like a bit of a bassy bait like
1: we've got a song. couple of mini cajons at our house
0: have you yes so that's probably my favorite instrument yep. because that's what i used to play when i was playing open mic with that friend of mine he'd be singing playing guitar i'd be playing percussion on my cajon so that i think although saying that i mean you can't really beat a piano can you yeah a piano forte i think is the the proper name for it but it's a pretty cool instrument, although very difficult to. I mean, very expensive. Oh, absolutely! Lot sort of moving parts. Yeah, got to get it tuned quite regularly. So it's a bit no of a pull balling. on, is it? No, but if you were kind of really good at music, I think that having a piano is probably the thing you could perhaps be a bit most expressive on. If you were like trying to develop a new song or something, I think yeah, you wouldn't want to do that with a tuba, for example. No, but on a piano, so. For me, Cajon, generally piano.
1: Okay, next. Best intro to a song?
0: No, best intro to a song. That's a good one. Oh, I love Sabotage by the Beastie Boys.
1: Oh, okay. yeah, you know
0: it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great intro. Yeah, I'll go with that.
1: Okay, great. Next one is best first dance? Best song for a first dance at a wedding. It's, I mean, it's got to be.
0: And again, this is showing my age now. This is going to be right slap bang. When I was going to like school discos and they'd play the slow one and you want to go and dance with, I won't say the name of the person I was about to say. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not for the best. But there was a certain young lady who I was sort yeah. of had a you know, feelings for back then. It's got to be Your Lady in Red by Krista
1: Berg. It's got oh, to be. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Just all it's kinds just, of retro. That is
0: just, and it's, that starts playing... And then suddenly, all you know, you're, you're certainly everyone's scouting for a partner. Yeah. You need, and somebody you want to go for the little slow dance for.
1: Um, are you going to be in clinch embrace or are you oh, going to be no. sort of like at arm's length? It's certainly arm's length. You want locked elbows at but, all um, times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, and the last one is, and this might take a bit of thinking best artist born post 1995.
0: How old would that make them then? Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Yeah. So artist under twenty-seven. Oh, I mean, I really don't keep up with modern music, so I'm I'm going to struggle with this. And that right now today they are under twenty. Oh yeah. So it was the nature of the question was they were born yeah, I after mean, ninety-five. Yeah. I
1: mean, well, you can't okay. say like you know yeah. Mick Jagger. Yeah, what, he was once <laughs> under twenty-seven.
0: Yeah. That was like watertight the way you framed that. <laughs>
1: I've
0: got no wiggle room yeah, on no, no, that there whatsoever. There's nothing you yeah, can do. Very man. good. Very good. Um, oh god, I'm really
1: struggling. So this this may be a bit easier for me having Yay. like having like children in the world, teenagers in the house who kind of listen to. So all the names I'm thinking of, I just don't know any of the music. So Harry Styles, I couldn't name a
0: single song of his. I know, I'm not even sure. I think he might be older than that. Oh, God, probably. I don't. I genuinely don't know any. Okay. And I must. I must be able to think of at least one. But nothing. So there was uh,
1: a few that were suggested when I when I asked this question yesterday. Billie Eilish, who is oh, a, yeah. very cool. Sigrid, who is a sort of a Scandinavian of some ilk. She's very good, uh, and other people.
0: I mean that Cliff Richard's a nice young man, isn't he? He is. He
1: was He's... once twenty-seven. Yeah, younger. when he
0: Cliff Richard, when he was under twenty-seven. Wow, well, it's who I'm going for.
1: I'll let you have it then. There <laughs> so, we go. Sorry, so,
0: that is potentially the biggest failure to date in the best podcast wow. you've you've broken me. You've there broken me for best.
1: So that's the that's my quick fire bests to Mark.
0: Well, it went out with a bit of a fizzle, <laughs> bit of a fizzle, didn't it? Fizzle. But there it is. All the same.
1: Next up, we have a big best, another comprehensive, in-depth study into the best of something. Mm. Music, obviously, is our theme this week, and the sub-genre that we've gone for for this one is best Eurovision entry.
0: Yes. Now, maybe this could be a contentious one. We're talking about the best of music. Yep. I think that's probably fair to say a lot of people would disregard anything that's been in the eurovision as being the best that music has to offer it is famous for its actual cheesiness and a little bit you know naffness i guess yeah
1: and i suppose but recent more recently i think it's been more famous well sort of slightly more famous for sort of diverse acts there's been lots of sort of hard kind of... What was the the, the guys with the funny... Lord Lordy, I think, Lordy, they, were called, I think Lordy was, yeah. they were called, yeah. Were
0: Finnish, I think, or... Were they? Yeah. If you say so. I believe so. I believe they were Finnish. Yeah, yeah. but, you know,
1: I, there's been some strange and, yep. you know, Conchita-versed, I well, think.
0: so, do you... I mean, firstly, let's just ask, yeah, do you sorry, watch what? Eurovision?
1: revision,
0: No. No, me either. Not really. I mean if I I have done. I did actually watch a bit of it last year. Okay. Only because I happened to be at someone's house. Who were what? And they, it's a bit of a thing for them, right? But there's probably so. I'm, I was looking on some lists online for mm-hmm. best Eurovision, and an awful lot of it I've never heard of. Yeah. And I couldn't be bothered to listen to it. Yes. But there's a few classics from like a long time ago, perhaps from my childhood, we would have watched it a bit more when I was yep. a kid, maybe. But anything that so there may have been some great songs in the last, say, 15 years that I just, even if they'd won it, I just wouldn't wouldn't have ever heard it.
1: Yeah. So, so you've sort of, well, disregarded any of that. Well, that well it's you? just I haven't gone back and listened to an awful lot to try and sort
0: of get up to speed to answer yeah. this question.
1: So, we've, same with me, if I'm honest, because it, it's not my. Thing necessarily like I don't watch it every year, and you know, I know I know a lot of people, yeah. And I actually kind of would like to do it one year where they go and they score the whole thing, they kind of sit and then they watch all the, you know, the maybe the there's a steak the or different... something, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they everybody picks their favourite and they kind of figure out, but yeah, you know, I've never done that, I've no. never been a part of that. So it, for me, it's very much the scratching the surface of the the very very most famous of all sort of Eurovision songs. And I, I get the impression, I don't know whether this is just me, and again, we will set this straight in the next pod, if needs be, but it sort of went away a little bit. There was sort of the 70s that was very famous, maybe a little bit of the 60s, you got some Cliff Richard and stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And then the 70s was very big. Sort of, for me, in my growing up, the 80s and 90s, it wasn't really a massive deal. Well, and then it sort of seemed to have come back a bit more in the sort of, you know, public consciousness in the last kind of 10 years. Well, maybe. So, I mean, for example, you talk about
0: the 80s, it sort of went off, off the rails. So mm. one of my honourable mentions, I'll mention no, just because it's the only one from the 80s, you got making your mind up. Oh. For hell's bell's sake. Of
1: course, the old Buck's fizz. You gotta speed it up. Don't, you know, don't sing, We've, we remember we said that.
0: Oh yeah, and also we might have to pay money for royalties if I do that. Yeah,
1: I was wondering that actually, this whole thing, sorry, we maybe get back to this, whether whether you can play music into podcasts. I was thinking about that,
0: we could put clips in, all the things yeah. that we mentioned. But... How
1: long they could be, I think there might be a... They can't be more than X amount of time long. Or well,
0: they can be, but you've got to talk over them or something. Okay. So that's a thing I've heard other people have to do on podcasts. It's like, well, I'm yeah. sorry I'm now talking over this, but this is a contractual thing I'm it's so required can't to... So you
1: can hit play and record on your tape I recorder so. at the same time. Not though who's
0: doing that these days. But, yeah, so that was, but that was 1981. Okay. So you okay. could argue that maybe after that, It then went off the ball, but obviously that was in. It was huge in the UK because I think that won, didn't it? If memory serves, I
1: think so. Yes, yeah.
0: So I I just don't know whether it has gone away or whether it's just I've never as I've got older I've had less and less interest in it. I'm
1: sure we'll be put right by by very anyway. That aside,
0: there are some that I as I was looking back at the list, I was like, oh yeah, there's some really good songs there. So a couple more things on criteria though. So there's a couple of ways you can come at this. Mm. you could come at who's the highest scoring? yeah, I started to look into that, oh okay, but they've changed the scoring so many times no. it's impossible to compare, Yes, I'm trying to think there's probably sporting events that's the same thing that you
1: can't statistics lie because of the differentiation yeah. in the scoring mechanism It's like
0: in the it's like oh, the most successful team in the Premiership, but it's like, yeah, well they I think you' score differently in the league. 50 years ago, so it's hard to compare. Yeah, I think
1: it used to be like two points for a win and one for a,
0: yeah. But there's been panel-only scoring, there's been audience-only scoring. I think at the moment they've got a bit of a mix of the two of those things. Okay. I think there is a panel for each country. Yeah. And each country also has a phone thing, and they give both... Amounts of points, and they somehow award different points for those two different things. Also,
1: that's an interesting one because isn't it famously very political? Well, indeed. And so for, so therefore, if we're talking about the actual music, yeah. you know, for me, it's you know, it just so happens the one I've chosen was a winner, but it doesn't have to have won. Well, that's actually my very next
0: point. I hope I say, does it have to have won? I've written down, and my answer is no because my answer, yeah, had didn't win it. I think it, it should have won. No, I'm... But... <laughs>
1: you prick! <laughs> He's just no, let me explain that whole yeah, thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. You, you've fallen right into my trap. Well,
0: now. I mean, well, if that's like a if that's a deal breaker for you, uh, then there's no way you're going to agree. No, I don't, with mine. I don't necessarily
1: think that's. I don't think. But it's wait the till case.
0: I tell you what my song is, man. You're gonna. I don't. I bet you haven't even got it written down. I, 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 I bet I haven't. We'll see. Maybe it did we, actually come quite high in the list if you happened to Google it or something. Okay. Uh, no,
1: I didn't Google any of it because right. actually, as soon as we decided on this subcategory. I knew exactly what my answer was. Oh, really? Straight away. Do you want to do a few of your honourable mentions first? I haven't got any. You haven't got any? No, I've got one. Well, I've
0: got a couple then, if I could just do some of mine. So, Katrina and the Waves, Love Shine a Light okay i yeah. thought that was actually a pretty good song and that was a winner right and it won i've yeah. got a feeling that might have been the last uk yes. win yeah i'm not 100 percent right. on that but i think that's true yeah you've got what else have i got here this is
1: He's literally reading off of the this is here, terrible thing.
0: Right, yeah. oh yes save all your kisses for me brotherhood of man oh nice yep. 1976 is okay. a pretty good
1: one yes and
0: yeah and i and i've mentioned the other one making your mind up so my next one is my actual answer
1: so what's your answer my answer, and I think it's pretty definitive, really. You know, I'm not going to take we'll any shit over we? this. And and why I came up with this straight it's Waterloo by Abba. Well, yes. So I have written
0: that down actually, but that's a that's an obvious one. It's a banger. Don't get me what, wrong.
1: Tell me why is it obvious.
0: Because I think it's just one of the most famous of all the songs. And why is it
1: the most one of the most famous of all the songs? Probably it stands up on its own as a decent song, I imagine. Uh, And yeah, so it's a good song. By a band that kind of went on to sort of Rewrite the genre, the pop genre. For I mean, a they're while.
0: absolute phenom- phenomenon, aren't they? Abba and I and I'm not a huge fan, but I've got a lot of respect for them. So I don't, I don't disregard it as poppy nonsense. Yep. There's a load of Abba songs that I just, I quite, I enjoy listening yeah, to. They're great,
1: they're great songs, great yeah. songwriters. 1974, Waterloo. It's funny it was a strange year for for Eurovision that year. It was supposed to be held in in Luxembourg that year. Oh, but Luxembourg said no they didn't want it cuz it was too expensive. They didn't they, want to host it. They're fucking so, minted in Luxembourg. It's all I, the to no it's not the table bet, our own money. But it's like if you
0: if you were to divide their GDP by their population I yeah. bet they've got the fucking highest rate like in the bloody world or something. Yeah,
1: I don't know. So so we all that then took it dodgy banking
0: money, is not it? Exactly. Yeah. We
1: took it yeah, to host it in Brighton. Oh, okay. Uh, and there was some there was some nonsense as well about Katie Boyle who was hosting it. There was a slight wardrobe malfunction at some stage, apparently. All right. So yeah, so, scandal. Yeah, it was a bit of a scandal at the time. And yeah, they, they Abba had previously not got through. Sweden in the, in the Eurovision Song Contest a couple of years really? before,
0: yeah. ABBA got knocked back by the Swedish public yeah. to represent them. Yeah, exactly. So sla- could... I mean, some people would have just run off with their tail between the legs. Yeah. But what did ABBA do? They, came, they back. came back harder. They came back stronger. Exactly. And they dominated. They, they dominated yeah. the scene for a decade afterwards. That's true. That's, that's a fucking winning attitude. That, <laughs> that is. is
1: that's, that's the Swedish for you. That's the Swedish. <laughs> so, yeah, mine is by ABBA. I mean, it's, it's Route 1. Yeah. It's obvious. Sometimes Route 1 is, is the route It's it's, a route, it's, a, it's Route 1 for a reason, why, isn't go, it? why go the scenic route? Why, yep. why play fuckabout well, and, and go all around the houses like you're about to do, so. when the correct answer is <laughs> Abba-Waterloo? I'm going to ask
0: you to cast your mind back, way back, still further than 1974. Can you okay. do that for me? I'm doing it. We're going back as far, and like, come with me through the through the hazy fog of time travel. <laughs> and we're into a bright Italian 1958
1: day. Wow. Okay. And this was very nice. it was the
0: 1958 Italian entry. Okay. It came third. Right. It is called Nel Blue de Pinto de Blue. Do you know the song? No, I don't. You know will know song. it better as Volare. Oh, okay. Valare.
1: singing. We've discussed the singing. Yes.
0: Nell Blue, the pencil, the blue. It's just that little oh, bit okay. of the actual thing. Oh, right, yes. So it was sung by a chap called Domenico Madugro. I'm oh, yes. definitely pronouncing that wrong. Yes, lovely. And I've done a little, so I actually tried to sort of figure out what, what it means. So I've got like, an, and I looked on Wikipedia, and it's. it must be one of these things that's really hard to translate exactly. Right. So essentially, it's called In the Blue Painted Sky, Blue, I believe. Right. Some, the guy who wrote it, this is the story in Wikipedia, he drank some wine, too much wine. He yes. fell asleep. He had really sort of vivid dreams. He woke up and he, had, he saw two paintings in the room he woke up in. They're like reprints of somebody. And in one of the paintings, the character on it, half of his face was blue. So he decided to make a song about a man who paints himself blue and can and can fly. So that's what the song is about.
1: You're right, mate. It
0: was really weird. It, it was so I thought oh, I'll just quickly find out what that means. And you've chosen w- this as as the best thing, but you know the tune though, right? But and, don't, and as I started saying that,
1: Valerie, but. Well,
0: you want to sing along, don't you?
1: You've chosen this as the best of something. Yes. That thing that you've just spent five minutes, like, d- intricately describing somebody's fever dream that then went on to become a song that you can't quite translate. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean... That's, like, your th- you, that's your thing? The you still, lyrics... Do you want to, I'll p- tell you what. Bat let shit. Let's, let's be fair. If you want to... Do you want to take a couple of minutes? Do you want to think of another one?
0: So if you're not going to take this seriously, Mark, then what the yeah. fuck are we doing what here? Are we doing Why because... are we spending the day we're doing this recording if you're just going to arse about like that? Yeah, I've taken
1: my time. I've done the research. You didn't
0: take your time. You typed in best Eurovision song and it came up with Waterloo. You wrote that down and you brought it here what
1: happened. Hey, and, and by, ver- by very dint of you saying that, I typed in... <laughs> Best Eurovision song, and what came up, Mark? Waterloo by ABBA. Yes. I'll well, tell you what didn't come up. Did it not? Dinky, dinky Blue Dink. Was it, what was it Nell Blue de Pinto, Pinto de sorry. Blue. Nel Blue de Pinto de Blue. Yeah. Didn't come up. Well, because, because I guarantee you, I could go out onto the street tomorrow and ask somebody, ask a 100 people to name me a Eurovision song, and I guarantee you none of those people... Would name,
0: but if you went up to a hundred people in the street and went Valerie, oh, I bet a hundred of them would come back to you going Valerie, whoa, and but... like, would know the song and would finish it
1: for you. It's a great tune. It's a banger. Uh-huh. It's timeless, is what it is. Uh, but it is absolutely not associated with Eurovision in any way, shape, it's or form. Out of the box. Paul, how many times? It's
0: like, it's all very well getting your nice little Waterloo wrapped up with a bow. There it is. I've got this bloody beast of an animal that I'm wrestling to the argument here. I'm bringing it and I'm, I've wrestled it to the floor and I've presented it to you. Yeah. And I think that is a better specimen. It's what I'm basically presenting to you.
1: I I think you're trying too hard on this one. <laughs> You think I've overthought this? I think you've absolutely overthought it. <laughs> I've overcomplicated it. You know, even... I would have taken your Buck's Fizzes. I would have taken your...
0: Katrina I don't in know, the Waves.
1: Katrina in the Waves. I would have taken some... Uh, Daniel O'Donnell, probably. He's probably done a Eurovision I don't, for Ireland. I don't even know who that Somewhere is. Somewhere along oh, the line. Oh, they did night. loads
0: in a row, didn't they? Hosted, like, three yeah, in a row Yeah, well, they, they? there's the
1: Riverdance thing, wasn't it, that they right. did and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, mm. I would have taken any of those things. But all right, what you just did there, Mark, was... Tantamount to sabotage. <laughs> People listen to this.
0: I think... Well, not yet they don't. Uh, <laughs> but, all right, I think I see where this is going. Rental. So, those are the two. Those are the, the two that we've got to choose doing? from. So you obviously think that Waterloo's better than well, mine. Because so I haven't been able to persuade you.
1: No! Well, I'm not even... You know, I, earlier on, whether the edit puts this up, I, I, I very much conceded a category to mark. I'm I am not calling in any of that for this. Oh, that's still in your back pocket. That's is still it? in my back pocket because this is so much more the right answer that I don't even need to
0: I have to admit this has made you a little bit angrier than I'm I was anticipating calling, it not
1: like. <laughs> calling in any phone. I just think I I just think that you've Something's gone on, mate. Something. You, I mean, as discussed before, What's going we on, need Mark? to get out. Yeah. What's going on? You all right? What's happening? Literally. Fine.
0: Right, listen, I thought I'd try something. I thought I came up with a good idea. It was a good song. I thought I'd try something. Fine. It's backfired. It's not worked. We'll go with Waterloo. That can be the best thing. It's absolute nonsense, Mark. Shall I ding the bell? Ding the bell. All right, so Waterloo is the best Eurovision song.
1: Absolutely. That brings us to the end of today's pod. Uh, All that's left to be said is thanks for listening. I'm going to go away and, you know, spend the rest of the week uh, working and, you know, trying to get up some more interesting stories for the best of next week. Mark's going to spend the week having a long, hard look at himself after one of those bests in particular. If you want to get in touch with us, please do, do. You can get in touch with us by going to... Uh, you can email thebestpodcastpod at com, Please, and please, we would really like anybody to get in touch. You know, you can suggest topics, sub-genres, anything for us. Give us a bit of feedback. We're trying to make the pod better. Any feedback that you've got is gratefully received.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if there's any professional podcast producers out there that want to come and sort of take the reins of this for us, We are open to Uh, offers, aren't we?
1: More than open to that. But, you know, with that said, all all that's left is to say thanks for listening and join us again next time for the next pod.